Welcome back to the Stock Market Options Trading Podcast. My name is Eric. In this episode, I want to share how I recently started building a position in Tesla. Now, before we get started, you need to know that I'm not a financial advisor. This is definitely not financial advice. In fact, since Tesla is down about 25% this year as I'm recording this, at the same time the market is breaking to new highs, I would actually consider this tr this trade idea much riskier than a normal, you know, sort of investing stock buying position. So keep that in mind. Now at the time of this recording, I've started buying shares of Tesla, very small amount. And depending on the market conditions over the next few weeks and months, I may end up adding to the shares or maybe I'll even get out of them entirely. So again, this is just a trade idea, something I'm doing, and we'll see how it goes over the next few months. Now, why would I start buying shares of a stock that is down 25% or so for the year while the market is making new highs? I mean, typically this would sort of tell you that there's something wrong with this stock um, if it's not following the overall sort of trend of the market. Well, there's a few reasons here. And probably the, the biggest reason I'm taking a chance here is that monetary policy from the Fed is expected to shift this year. We've all heard about the Fed cutting interest rates at some point. We'll see if that happens. I don't know how many there'll be or whatever, but Ultimately, I do think monetary policy is going to loosen up a little bit this year. And this typically is going to be good for stocks in the long term. And, you know, as you know, most stocks will follow the path of the market to a certain extent. And with interest rates most likely coming down a little bit, the market is already kind of front running this, as we can see, as we break to new highs. So I think that is one thing about uh, buying oversold stocks like this is that you could get sort of a sympathy bounce if nothing else changes in the stock uh, in itself. Because in general, we know that the rising tide will lift all boats, right? Obviously, right now, though, in uh, late January of 2024, the Tesla boat is sinking and it's been on a sell single signal for the indicators that I use since the beginning of January. Now, the next reason I'm starting to nibble on some shares of Tesla is that the stock is known to be very volatile and it can run up or down in very short order like we've seen. Like I said, it's down, I think, 25% this year. So basically in about a month. So it's almost kind of like a penny stock. So it's very... Uh, it's much more risky, obviously, because it can move against you, uh, but um, it can also move for you. So position size and having the proper allocation is a big part of this, which isn't something we're going to get into right here. But if we zoom out a little bit and I look at the chart the past couple of years, the stocks basically traded in a pretty big, I don't want to call it a range, but a, bit, a pretty big area. So the low over the last couple of years has been uh, a low of about $100 per share, and it got to about $400 a share at one point. And so if we look at this as kind of like a range with the stock now trading at about 190, we've essentially broken down into the lower part of the range of the last couple of years. So I've started to buy small amounts of shares to really just build a position over time. I do think that Tesla is not going away. Um, there's a, there's a lot more things on the horizon. This could be a, a much longer trade. I know, it, you know, it's, it's hard to call this a trade versus, uh, investment. Um, it's probably leaning more on investment, 
Um, if the stock rips higher and I can take profits, then obviously it would be a trade. So that's kind of how I'm, I'm looking at, at this as far as my time horizon. So I do have a potential much longer time horizon than most of the trading I do for those that you know follow me with some of my short-term stuff. This is definitely a longer uh, time frame view for this particular trade. And, you know, this trade or investment, it could last a few weeks. You know, I, I already started getting into some shares. And if the mark, if Tesla just rips higher for whatever reason over the next month or two, I may just close as it, as it comes back up, you know, and just kind of treat it as a trade. So depending on the market conditions, depending on what the stock does, what the overall market does, this thing can kind of uh, go either way. So again, it's definitely much riskier because with the with the stock being down, you know, let's call it 25% or so, it's really a contrarian type of trade. And I'm hoping to ultimately buy low and sell higher later. And I would probably add this to the catching the falling knife analogy where I'm basically just buying the blood here in this particular stock. Now, my option trading listeners out there might be thinking, well, instead of buying the stock, why don't you just sell a naked put or something below the price so I could sort of pick the price that I wanted to buy my shares. You can, you know, quote unquote, get a discount. And the problem with this approach for me, how I see it, is that the stock is already in a downtrend. And I don't know that the downtrend is over yet. So I don't want to commit to a full 100 shares in this particular scenario. So when I when I first bought shares, it was before earnings um, about a week ago. And, you know, I didn't know what it was going to do uh, after earnings, obviously, it could have gone either way. So again, I didn't want to commit to a certain number of shares when the stock is still ultimately still going down. Now, when you're going to sell naked puts for a stock in an uptrend, it's a little bit different because the probability is sort of on your side that the stock will uh, maybe keep going up if it's in an uptrend, that kind of thing. So this is not the scenario with Tesla, at least at this time. And the other aspect of why I wouldn't use options to sort of trade this is is really time. I don't know how long, like I said, the downtrend's gonna last. So if I sell a naked put 30 days out, 60 days out, whatever, um, you know, it may go down or, or, you know, trade lower over the next 30 to 60 days. You know, I, I don't know what it's going to do. So I didn't want the time factor to be part of my decision-making in this. So I'm just sticking with plain old shares of, of the stock. So for now, I prefer to pick up small amounts of shares and just planning on building the position over time. Now, this is something I recently did with shares of QQQ. Uh, I started buying shares and basically added to them in October of last year. And as I built up my position, um, I was able to sell covered calls on them once the market got to certain overbought conditions. And actually, I eventually got called away as the market broke to new highs. Part of my position got got called away. So, you know, you know that a covered call is basically based on 100 shares. So if you have more than 100 shares, let's say <clears throat> let's say you have 150 shares and you sell one covered call, if the market keeps going up and you get called away on your 100 shares, you still have 50 shares, for example, of upside. So that's one thing that I wanna try to factor into the Tesla trade is to get it to where I can uh, make a profit on a move higher. And if it goes beyond my covered calls, for example, once I accumulate 100 shares of the stock, I would actually wanna accumulate maybe a little bit more and then sell a covered call so that I don't have any 
sort of upside constraints because I know how this thing can run if it gets going. So again, this is something I recently did with the queues. I think I've talked about it with Amazon last year. Um, and I'm sort of in that same mindset with uh, this Tesla uh, particular trade. So again, I'm gonna accumulate shares. I'm gonna look to sell covered calls on some of them and ultimately look for the stock to move higher than my average price over time. So we'll see how it goes. Um, if you want to see the chart of when I first got in, I did post my initial entry on the website over at stockmarketoptionstrading.net. I'll put a link in the podcast notes or the description if you want to just check out the chart. And then I also put in the comments of that post when I got my second entry. So I did add shares just before earnings, a small position, because earnings can be kind of a crapshoot. And then I did pick up some shares after earnings when the stock dropped another 12%, which is another reason why I didn't want to sell a, a naked put again is because I didn't want to, I didn't know what it was going to do after earnings. And again, it's in a downtrend. So I'm just sort of nibbling on the way down. So I've started a position and now I'm just waiting, but let me tell you something that kind of scared me after <laughs> adding to my second position. There's actually uh, two things here. So the first thing that was kind of spooky, if you will, was I was talking to a friend of mine and we were you know, talking about the markets and I was like, yeah, you know, I started picking up some Tesla shares and, you know, just looking at it long-term and made you know, try to, you know, buy over time, blah, blah, blah. Someone who's not really in this, you know, trades like I do. So just keeping it high level. And then literally like the next day or so, there was an article that popped up in my feed about Kathy Wood scooping up another, how many did she buy? 141 million of Tesla. So basically, you know, there's two things that the idea that was, was my phone listening. And then, you know, how sometimes you listen to your phone and you might see an ad for something. You're like, I know they're listening, right? Like this kind of happened to me. So it was a little spooky that a, I got this ad about Tesla, which I don't normally type in Tesla or, or anything like that. I got this, um, article, if you will, it wasn't an ad, but I got an article that popped into my feed um, talking about longtime Tesla bull, Kathy Wood buys the Tesla dip, spending 141 million as the stock drops 25%. So this was, I believe, after the earnings drop. And so that was the first thing was that, was my phone listening when I'm telling my friend what I'm doing? Um, and then the second thing was Kathy Wood bought the dip. And I hate to say it, but I'm kind of in the same camp she is on this trade. And we know, you know, we know all the story about um, Kathy's ETFs, the ARK Fund and ARK K and ARK G and all these things. And it reminds me of the inverse Kramer ETF, where if you've ever been on Twitter, they talk about how there's all these obvious um, tells that if Kramer is long a stock or, or suggests buying it or whatever, then it, it'll tank. And it's like kind of an inverse factor. So, you know, it, it's a little bit, I wouldn't say nerve wracking, but it's just interesting that normally I would not be doing something like this. Um, but given that the market, the overall market is breaking in new highs, so maybe I'll dip my toe in the water on the stock. But again, you know, I think Kathleen Wood, when she was doing this stuff last year, the, the market was going down and monetary policy was going up. So it seemed like a crazy idea, right? Like, and you know, obviously her ETFs were getting murdered, but this year, I'm kind of in the camp of, hey, if the market's going to go higher and monetary policy is going to uh, be more favorable, then you know maybe it's worth buying the dip. So those were a couple things that happened since I entered these trades. And again, um, this is definitely 
a long-term horizon, keeping my position size in check and just kind of nibbling over time. The general idea is if the, if Tesla does turn up and I get a buy signal, I could add to it on the way up. But right now I have a, a decent, you know, uh, starter position, if you will. And I'm going to just let time play out and see where this, this lands over the next week or two. So, so that's what I've got going on outside of my normal SPX options trading. Thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next episode.